This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. The views conveyed by the guests on this program do not necessarily represent the views of the host or owners of the Doggy Diva Show and do not necessarily constitute endorsement of products. Medical information shared by the guests on this program are those of the guests and are for informational purposes only. They should not replace the medical advice of your veterinarian. Hi, this is Susan Marie from the Doggy Diva Show. This episode features helpful advice for Pet Poison Prevention Awareness Month and an award-winning canine mystery author. That's what's on our show, so let's get started. Come here, babies. It's time for a treat, the Doggy Diva Show. Here's national award-winning author and animal advocate, Susan Marie. Hi, welcome to the Doggy Diva Show, the show for animal lovers. I'm your host, Susan Marie, and as always, I'm joined by my canine co-hosts, the Doggy Divas themselves. Thank you for joining us today as we bring you the experts in the pet and animal world right to you. Contact us at thedoggydiva.com. That's the D-O-G-G-Y-D-I-V-A.com. We love hearing from you. So go grab a cup of coffee and your pet's favorite treat, and we'll be back in just a moment. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. With us to share timely and important tips for pets and pet parents is Monica Layton, president of Professional Pet Sitting. Hey, Monica, how are you? Hi, I'm great. With March being Pet Poison Prevention Month, I was thinking it's very ironic because four years ago this month, all three of mine were not on purpose, but our neighbor had put out a poison for a rodent and we had a rainstorm and it went into our yard. So all three of mine, you know, they suffered from it. So I am very pro pet poison prevention month because there's so many things we need to be aware of. And it took us a couple, it took us like a day or so to figure it out because it was, it comes up like almost like pancreatitis or something. So It's really important to be aware of it, to be aware of things that can go on, whether it be in your yard, in your household, whether you're out for a walk, whether it's a plant, it could be inside your house. So can you share some um, helpful tips with our listeners for Pet Poison Prevention Month? Absolutely. They have so many different studies and things that talk about, you know, all the common pet toxins, you know, they even have, you know, all the little segments. We could have a show, we could have multiple shows just covering all the different things out there that can be toxic to your pets, which is so scary. I mean, it's just so much. Mm-hmm. You know, their most common things that are called in is, you know, a lot of um, human prescriptions, over-the-counter prescriptions that your pet gets into, you know, foods, chocolate, even some veterinary products, you know, they'll get, 
you know, a pet's pill that, you know, is for a, a bigger pet at home and the smaller pet grabs it or things of that nature. Household items, cleaning items, rodenticides, you know, rodenar baits and things like that. Certain plants, sprays, gardening products. The list just goes on and on. But the main thing that I really, you know, wanted to kind of let people know is number one, first thing that happens is contact your vet or contact the pet poison helpline because there's, there's a lot of great information out there, which is amazing. You know, it's so wonderful that we have that, but it's not all one size fits all. It's different for every pet, every circumstance, what they get into. There's different dosages for different sizes. And it's not always treated the same way with each and every pet. So if you have a pet that does get into something that you're concerned about, you want to remove the pet from the toxin, check and make sure that the pet's safe, you know, they're breathing. Do not give any home antidotes. Do not induce vomiting. Just consult your vet. You know, sometimes people say, you know, oh, you can induce vomiting. You can give them hydrogen peroxide on the tongue or do this or do that. Don't do that until you contact your veterinarian or a pet poison helpline. Certain things, depending on the time frame, you know, if you get home and see your pet's gotten into something, it may not have happened immediately. So maybe past the point of vomit inducing. Um, it's just it's treated in different ways. And sometimes you can almost make things worse by reacting quickly without knowing the best solution on how to solve it. So always contact Pet Poison Helpline, contact your veterinarian, tell them what's going on. If you have the information on what the pet ate, that's going to help them so much or what they got into, you know, have detailed things. The best you can do to kind of let them know how much, what dosage or what plant or, you know, whatever it was that they got into. And they'll let you know the best thing to do, you know, if you need to go straight to a vet, if you need to induce vomiting, if you need to give something else, but always contact them first. That's always going to be your number one best defense. Because again, if you do something that may be contradictive, it, it could potentially make things worse. And that's so important, Monica. Like for myself, I had no idea what it was. Uh, by the second one, you know, the, the next day we figured it out. And we, because we do everything, so it's definitely not, we do the very natural, you know, the the pest care, and but not everybody does. So everyone, which I, you know, I learned how things can happen and kind of spiral out of control and you're not in control of it. So that's why it's so important to be aware. And, and it's really important to call your vet right away to give you the best advice because you could be inducing vomiting thinking that you're doing the right thing when you, there could be something totally different wrong it may not be what you think it is so it's always important to call your vet and also the pet poison hotline that's another number that's up on my refrigerator can you share with everyone what that pet poison hotline is yeah, so Pet Poison Hotline, it is staff veterinarians. They are around the clock 24-7. So if your vet's office is closed, you can call them. They do charge a fee. It's $85. And that $85 fee is per incidence. So you could call in and let them know what's going on. And if they say, hey, you know, pet's got to go to your vet, they'll be able to, you know, contact your vet. This is what's going on. This is what I told them to do. They'll talk with your veterinarian. There's so many instances where we had pets come in that had gotten into things. And Dr. Reinhardt would have me call Pet Poison Helpline just because they have such a huge mm -hmm. knowledge wealth when it comes to toxicities and the best treatments. 
And you can have medications that aren't, you know, not every vet is going to be familiar with every single med out there, especially when you have a ton of human products, what the dosages are, you know what I mean? How they come, what it could possibly do to a pet that having Pet Poison Helpline is such a huge help. And you can go on to their website and uh, that's petpoisonhelpline.com. You can call them. Their phone number is uh, 1-855-764-7661. And like I said, you know, there is a fee involved, but just like if you were to go to a veterinarian, there's going to be a fee involved either place. Um, But they are going to know firsthand exactly what's going to do to your pet what signs to be looking for, when to go for help, and how to help along the way. And haven't spoken with them myself. They're very good and very thorough and very, they guide you very well. And, um, you know, it, they help you to make decisions. So I, I had one of my dogs, this was a few, quite a few years ago, we had someone come over to the house who didn't have their purse shut and they had ibuprofen in it. And one of my dogs decided to feast on some and we called the pet poison hotline because of course it was a Sunday and uh, they walked us through everything, what to do. And when we, we had all, they gave us the information to give the emergency room vet and, you know, it was, they're very, very good. Just for the listeners, one more time. Obviously, we're going to call our vet right away, but can you just give out the pet poison hotline one more time so that, you know, they can write it down? So it's petpoisonhelpline.com and it's 1-855-764-7661. Well, Monica, thank you. As always, this is great information and it's very timely for the month of March. So uh, everyone, make sure you have that number in your phone so that you're not scrambling or don't have to run through the refrigerator when something happens to your pet, which you want to make sure that you're reacting to it right away. And always when something is happening to your pet, always calls your vet. Because most vets have on their, even if they're closed, they'll have on their answering machine their what to do. So call your vet, call the pet poison hotline. Monica, as always, I thank you so much. This is such great and timely information. Oh, of course. You know, if they can know where to go, then the pets can stay safe. And that's that's the goal. Absolutely. All three of my girls ended up doing great, but it was from reacting very quickly and my vet recognizing the signs. And also they contacted the pet poison hotline too. So I think it, everything works in conjunction with each other. So again, I thank you so very much. Thank you. And we'll be back in just a moment. Hello everyone, Susan Marie here to tell you about the award-winning three-book series, The Doggy Diva Diaries. It is a trilogy of heartwarming and inspirational stories about Miss Olive, a lonely little rescue pup, hoping to find her forever family and friends and a life filled with love. In this series, Miss Olive learns that it doesn't matter what you look like on the outside, it's the kindness and love you have on the inside that counts. Available at Amazon. Barnes and Noble and other online booksellers and please visit us at thedoggydiva.com for more information. Thank you everyone. Coming up, an award-winning author premieres the latest release in her popular canine suspense series. Stay with us. Molly, here's your dinner. Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. 
It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your cat tree tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. Kathleen Donnelly is an award-winning author and a canine handler for a private narcotics dog detection company who utilizes and draws from her real-life experience as a canine handler to instill realism into her popular National Force Canine Mysteries book series. Kathleen is with us today to premiere her third book in the National Force Canine Mystery book series, Killer Secrets, and we want to welcome back Kathleen. Kathleen. Hey, Kathleen, welcome back. Hi, it's so great to be back. Thank you so much for having me on the show again. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's always our pleasure. And your books, I love them. So and I know that the listeners do. But for some of our first time listeners, can you tell us about your canine handler background and how this work inspired you to write this series? Sure, I'd be happy to. I have worked since 2005 for a private company called Sherlock Hounds Detection Canines. And we utilize our canines to go into mainly schools and they are trained to find drugs, alcohol and gunpowder. And so our big goal is just to keep schools a, a safe environment and a great learning place and help kids make better choices. So that's my background. As I worked with my dogs, I was really lucky working with several trainers to see police dogs in action and, and other types of uh, law enforcement dogs, bomb dogs and all sorts of I mean, it's just amazing what dogs can do. So all the different jobs. And this book idea started to form that I wanted to have a canine handler and her Melanois solve mysteries. And as it developed, I found out the Forest Service had a canine unit, which fascinated me. Uh, Those canines really become backup officers for the law enforcement officers because they're often out in, uh, you know, the wilderness on their own with only the dog as their backup. So it it just made for a fascinating job and taking it into fiction and having fun creating this story with it. Well, and you do such a wonderful job. And I personally love all mysteries, well, books in general that have like an animal theme through them. And I truly appreciate the strong bond between Forest Service Officer Maya Thompson and her canine partner, Juniper. And, you know, for those who may be catching up in the series, can you tell us about them and what they've experienced in your first two books in the series, Chasing Justice and Hunting the Truth? Sure. One of my goals in in writing the National Forest Canine Series was to really show uh, an officer and their canine coming together and sort of that bonding process, how it goes. So I think the books, not only, I mean, you always have a character arc in books, but this also has an arc as far as Maya and Juniper bonding. So in the first book, Maya is forced to take Juniper on as a canine. She actually comes into the book not wanting to do uh, canine handling again due to some past experiences, but her best friend, 
who was Juniper's handler at the beginning of Chasing Justice, dies and he's murdered. And in order to solve the murder, she has to face that fear of working a dog again. And together, she and Juniper solve her friend's death. And then in book two, they've been together for a while. They've passed certification. They're starting to bond and work together. And Juniper and Maya end up solving the cold case murder of her mother and grandmother and finding out the truth about what happened in the past. And they go off into the wilderness together and and track some pretty dangerous criminals. Now, in book three... I love it because Maya is a very strong female character. And of course, Juniper is strong too, Jay. I love Juniper. But in the third installment, can you just tell us a little bit about Killer Secrets? Because it kind of has a whole different twist on it. It does. Killer Secrets goes in a little different direction. One thing I learned about the Forest Service is because the national forests are so big, the law enforcement officers and canines end up working with multiple agencies. So different counties, different sheriff's offices in those counties. And so I decided for book three, I would go ahead and take Maya and Juniper out of their usual home base and take them to a new county where they deal with a sheriff who's not maybe who he seems and there's a serial killer on the loose who's made his dumping grounds the national forest and the bodies are revealed when an avalanche comes down a mountainside so obviously this is set in january so they have to go over and solve these murders and figure out who the serial killer is before he catches them Ooh, and i love an atmospheric like with the avalanche and all that that brings so much to the story oh that's awesome now Maya and Juniper, like, they've not only grown professionally, and I think that in the third book, we really see this coming because they're out of their comfort zone, they're into another area, but also personally, can you tell us, and this is what I like about this story, you not only have the professional, and I mean, it's very suspenseful and intense, but you also have a personal relationship that Maya and Juniper have with Deputy Josh Colton. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how that plays into the series? Yes. So Josh ends up being Maya's love interest throughout the series. These are considered romantic suspense. So there's a little bit of romance. And throughout the series, I've enjoyed developing the relationship between Maya and Josh. And of course, like you said, Juniper, because she's an important piece. Uh, Josh loves Juniper as much as Maya does, which is really important to Maya. And so in book three, their relationship gets pushed a little bit and they will work to, they they break apart a little bit and come back together. And it was really fun to write to see how these two characters would, would go through some tough times together and face some adversity together. Well, and in real life, I think that that happens to so many people. So those reading the books, such as myself and other listeners right now, are probably, they could either identify it or know someone who they can identify with. And it's always good when people reunite, but maybe they go through a little bit what shows realism in that relationship. So I I truly appreciate that. (laughs) Now, and as you know, I really enjoy the series. It has that edge of the seat suspense, plus the importance of both the professional and personal aspects of the human-animal bond. So I have to ask you, Kathleen, is there going to be a book four in the National Forest Canine series? And if there is, could you possibly share anything with us? There will be a book four in the series. I, I don't have a release date yet. It's still early in the process for it. 
But there are some storylines I open up in Killer Secrets that then I will continue on. And I feel like I wrap them up well in Killer Secrets, but they're there. And I'm looking forward to in book four, opening them up and exploring them a little bit more. And it has to do with uh, more of Josh's past as we come into book four. Mm. So that'll be fun. And of course, again, Juniper will play a big role in, in helping solve the, the crime and helping Maya fight crime. So it, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I actually have a rough storyline for book five as well, but that one's not as developed yet. Wow. So that gives yeah. us a lot to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> I love Definitely. that. Yeah. And and I have to tell you, I, you know, I read a lot of books that have a lot of dog lead characters and Juniper's one of my favorites. I have to tell you that I love Juniper. Not that I know her in real life, but I do in real life know a dog that reminds me very much of Juniper. So <laughs> love Juniper. So Kathleen, where can the listeners go to learn more about you? learn more about the National Forest Canine book series, including the release of the third book in the series, Killer Secrets? Yeah, great question. They can go to my website. It's KathleenDonnelly.com. On that website, you can sign up for my newsletter. The newsletter gives tons. I, I send it out towards the end of every month and it We'll keep everyone up to date on releases, how to pre-order. And of course, the website has that information as well. And if you sign up for the newsletter, you also get, I wrote a little nonfiction book about my time working dogs. So it's a little short story book about called Working Tales about working uh, all the different canines over the years. And then I'm also on social media. All those links are also on my website, but you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and I think they're all under author Kathleen Donnelly, but the links are on the website. And I really enjoy connecting with my readers over social media. So I try to get back to all the comments. That's so important. And I think that that's one of the things that you do really well. So, and it's great when a reader can connect with the author. I think that that kind of gives it that little extra, you know, something because once you're in love with the series, you're in love with the series and as a byproduct, the author. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> yes. So Kathleen, I want to thank you so much for being our guest today and for premiering the third book in your popular National Forest Canine Mysteries, Killer Secrets. And I also want to share with the listeners that Killer Secrets was as selected feature as one of Miss Alves' favorite things in the recent issue of Suncoast Pet Magazine. And it is truly a fan favorite. So I I want to thank you again for visiting us, being on our show, and premiering Killer Secrets. And we can't wait to talk to you for the fourth installment. So it gives us something to look forward to. So I thank you so very much. Yes, thank you very much. And I look forward to talking with you again. And for those who want to connect with Kathleen, please go to KathleenDonnelly.com. So thank you again. And we'll be back in just a moment. Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand only from PetLifeRadio. We would like to thank our guests this week. And also, as our doggy divas always say... Please love your pets because they love you unconditionally. And please remember to adopt, foster, spay, neuter, and microchip. And as always, please have a great Diva Week, everyone.
Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Doggy Diva Show. To find out more about Susan Marie and the Doggy Divas, visit them at their website, thedoggydiva.com, and on Facebook at The Doggy Diva Show. Tell your fellow pet parents about it. We look forward to having you join us again for the next episode. See you soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.